Welcome to Thought Leaders Talk Business Podcast, where we tap into the creative minds of successful business professionals and consultants to help you gain a competitive advantage. Today, we'll be speaking with Donna Ritson, president of DDR Communications. Donna founded the company over 30 years ago. DDR's business is based on a direct response methodology that delivers market research, business development, strategic alliance, and actionable market intelligence for companies in virtually every B2B industry. DDR has been a business partner with hundreds of companies over the years, reporting on the trends that give decision makers a deeper insight into key market trends. DDR's experience is backed by over 45 years in marketing communications. Donna, thank you so much for joining us today. We know that market research is at the foundation of many strategic decisions. What type of research does DDR Communications bring to your clients? Thanks for having me with you here today, Debbie. Um, It's really an interesting topic, market research. We provide our clients with actionable intelligence. And what that means is taking that information, it helps them grow their business to the next level. But more important than that is really being able to take the information that you get from market research and turn that into actionable knowledge. And we do virtually work in many industries, business to business, um, anywhere from packaging, we, we do a lot in packaging, textiles, aerospace, pharmaceuticals, we get really involved in food. So our, our expansiveness in the marketplace really can move from one market to the next. And some of the reasons that companies look at market research They might be looking to explore an opportunity to move into a new market. Maybe they're introducing a new product. They need to know what features and functionalities need to be included in that product. Um, We've just finished a project where a company is making an acquisition. So we go out and do due diligence and talk to the customers, find out what's going on in the marketplace. Maybe a company is learning how to listen to their customers better or how to improve their relationships with their distributors. Maybe they're looking to understand what are the industry trends. They need to reposition their product in the marketplace and they wanna know what's going on in that marketplace with their competitors and and what are the key topics that customers are gonna listen to. So there could be really very many reasons why a company would look at market research. Can you take a few minutes, Donna, and walk us through an example of how a company could get started with market research and what types of benefits they could expect, especially working with you? Um, Absolutely. That's a really good question. Um, So let's look at a project that we delivered about a year ago that everybody can relate to. It was in the coffee industry. Our client wanted to expand their presence as a supplier to coffee companies. It had to do with looking at the acceleration in the use of stand-up pouches. So we all know we can go to our local coffee shop and we can buy their roasted beans. 
So what we were trying to understand from that project is where was the packaging type of a stand-up pouch? Where did it fit into the, this whole coffee industry mix? So I'll walk you through five steps, pretty much on a typical project. We go through all of these steps to deliver a project, help our clients understand, is it a go or a no-go decision? so that they can make that with confidence and they can look at their strategic plan and plan their campaign accordingly. So the five things you really wanna do is, is look at the market conditions. You wanna analyze what is the competition doing? How many competitors are in that space? And, and what are they doing now? And where are they located? Um, understand how your products fit into that industry? Are you coming with a new product? Are you coming with a me too product? Are you coming with something that's going to disrupt the industry? And then the next step is to talk to the industry. We do direct interviews. We oftentimes will talk to the end user of that product. We'll talk to suppliers in the industry, distributors. Maybe we'll even talk to the supply chain, retail, We'll look at expert opinions of, of what other people already know about this industry. So the interview process is, is really critical and can be, um, typically we'll find that we'll talk to maybe even 30, 40, 50 people. Um, and when we get a consensus that, that there's a trend happening, then we know that we have reached the uh, maximum that we need to speak to so we get a good idea of what's happening in that industry and then the last thing we do is we take all of that information both secondary research and, and primary direct interviews and we compile that into an actionable report I'm sure that every company would like to make decisions with a lot more confidence than they currently are. And having research at the foundation makes a lot of sense, Donna. If we got started with step one, what areas of the market do you look at? That's, that's again, a really good perspective in terms of where we get started. Um, a lot of it depends on the product we're going to research. But the first thing that we do is we go out to the secondary research market and we really pull the knowledge that we already know. So what we want to learn is what is the size of that market? Is it an emerging market? Is it a mature market? We want to look at the growth over time. Is the market trending up or down? Is it flat? Um, we want to look at the geographic location of where across the country or, or where across the globe, we do global research, where does that market reside? Meaning, do they need to concentrate looking at the East Coast or the West Coast or Mid-Central or, or over across offshore? Where specifically um, is the concentration of, of suppliers? And then how many customers potentially are in that market? We look at plant size, employee size. We look again at growth over time. Is that industry, are there more companies in, entering this industry? Are they exiting the industry? Just to get a really overall health of what's going on in that industry. Then the next step we look at is 
how many suppliers already serve that? So it's kind of looking at your competitors. If, if you're a supplier to that industry, do you have, you know, a, a tremendous amount of other competitors in that market that are already struggling or are you coming into a market that has opportunity? Um, understanding who that competition is, a lot of times we'll do some competitive matrix to understand how our uh, customer actually fits into that marketplace. And how large are they? Uh, who are you competing against? Are you a small company coming into a market that has a, a lot of larger competitors? Then you've got to position yourself differently unless you're a large competitor and you're, you're dealing with a lot of more mom and pop type competitors. It completely changes the picture. And again, where are they located? Um, what types of customers do your competitors serve? Is there a market niche or is there a gap in a market that's not currently being served? Then that's someplace where you might be able to concentrate on. Then we look at what do they spend on materials or what do they spend on capital equipment, depending on what type of product, what do they spend on services. This is all information that you can get um, available from several different sources, mostly government sources, but some uh, private sources as well. And then at times we even speak to the competitors. We'll go out and we'll just understand what their business is doing. Do they see what's going on in the marketplace? Take their pulse of where they see, is it growing? Is it contracting? What's happening in their own marketplace? Then the, then the third step that we take is You've really got to know how your product fits with what's already in the marketplace. I'd already mentioned, is it a me too product? Is it a disruptive technology that that's really going to turn things around and um, understanding how your product aligns with your competitors? Um, are you offering again, a, a disruptive technology? We certainly know with automation happening across the manufacturing sector, there's a lot of disruptive technology that's coming out right now with AI and, and virtual training and um, robotics, certainly. Those are all disruptive technologies that are um, entering the manufacturing sector. And then what impact do those emerging technologies actually have on the industry? And that's where we will go back then and we will talk to the users of the technology to say, how is it working? How difficult was it to implement? What kinds of challenges are they still facing? So there's, there's certainly an all-encompassing view that you look at when you do market research. Once you've compiled all of this terrific information on the market conditions, how do you start, Donna, to begin gathering information from the users themselves? Again, that, that's, that's something that is specific to every project. But let's go back to the coffee industry kind of as an example. So the first thing that we did is we did our secondary research. We went out and we found there's 400 coffee companies in the U.S. Now, keep in mind, we count Starbucks as one coffee company, even though there's probably one on every corner. Um, we were actually just counting the number of companies. And that went down to even your local corner you know, friend-owned uh, coffee shop 
to understand um, how fast this segment is growing in the beverage industry. And, and we did find out it, it's growing extremely fast. We all are loving coffee as, as much as we love micro brews and now micro distilleries. So our next step then is to reach out and speak with those coffee establishments. So some of the things that we wanted to learn in that research project, what types of packaging were they using now, um, both for their roasted coffee and their, their beans and their ground coffee, how were they selling that to their customers? What types of packaging were they using? Um, what were the most popular sizes they were selling? Were they selling small bags? Were they selling one-pound bags? Kind of to get an idea of what the industry was looking at. And do they fill their own product or do they use contract packagers? This is significant in terms of the size of a company because contract packagers continue to gain interest and gain share as small companies come into the industries, they can't always do their own filling or packaging and they'll use contract packagers for that reason. Sometimes we'll even talk to the contract packagers in a market if they're showing um, a dominance in that marketplace where they can have an opinion of how the market is trending. And then where do they purchase that packaging from? So we wanted to get an idea for our coffee client. Um, how satisfied were they? How dissatisfied were they? We found that a lot of the packaging was coming from offshore and, and there was a level of dissatisfaction um, that they were not getting it in a timely manner. The arts um, on the graphics and stuff was not always as they had specified. So then we look at what reasons would prompt them to look for another packaging supplier. So we're trying to set up the conversation that we bring intelligence back to our clients so they have a really good understanding of what is their potential that they could see in this marketplace. And like I said earlier, we'll also talk to distributors or suppliers that serve this market to listen and gain their insight as well. Now that you've got the information about the market size and growth and a collective voice from the industry, what is the last step that you take in pulling all of this together? Well, the last step as we started out in our conversation here today, Debbie, was we really have to communicate what we learn now to the decision makers that, that we're working for in upper management so that they can make informed decisions for their strategic plans going forward. So we take an extensive um, look at what we learned, we summarize it, we analyze it statistically, and, and I think where our expertise comes in is we look at the interviews and it's very hard to statistically um, calculate and, and collate people's opinions but we bring a final report together that we quote, we summarize, we analyze, and we bring the voice of the industry to that customer that we're serving. So it's as if they were able to sit at the table with us in, through all of our decisions and all of our data gathering and, and interview information gathering that says, here's the information that's going on in this industry. Here's the trends, here's the growth. 
and we really help our clients to look at this as a, a go or no-go decision and really help them broaden their image and their presence in that marketplace. Again, as we started out, depending on what the objective is of that research, which the objectives could be far and wide and, and completely diverse, but the process that we go through is consistent and proven that we bring the intelligence that they need to make the decisions. Donna, you have provided very comprehensive information, especially regarding the steps that you take when you begin a market research project. What are some of the key takeaways that you would like to leave with our audience today? Well, first off, I'll, I'll thank our, our listeners for listening in through this market research. It is, it's a part of the marketing plan that oftentimes gets overlooked. And the clients that we serve look at market research as the first task that they undertake. If we have a client that is coming out with a new product or they're looking at repositioning themselves, they know they need to go to the market first and find out, well, where do we stand today? So basing whatever their strategic decision might be, um, basing that in solid research is, really brings a greater level of success when they're implementing their goals and their plans in the future. So what you need to remember is spend time understanding the market conditions. What are the trends? What are the competitors doing? Analyze how your product fits into that market space. And then certainly interview the users and the key players in the market so you understand their, their satisfaction, their dissatisfaction, even asking them what do they kind of wish for in whatever product we're researching or whatever service we're looking at so that we get an understanding of their future outlook as well. And, and the last step is, is really the most critical and, and takes some talent and expertise is really clearly communicating those results back to the company that's uh, funding and, and sponsoring the research. Donna, you have been a very successful business partner with hundreds of companies over the years reporting on the trends that give decision makers a deeper insight into key market trends. If someone listening today wants to get a hold of you, how can they do that? Well, let me give you some information. I don't know if our listeners have pen and paper, but they can certainly go back to this. The easiest way is to just look me up on LinkedIn, either Donna Ritson or DDR Communications. Um, you can call me directly at 847-234-9131. And our, our, my email address is easy to remember. It's Donna at DDRcommunications.com. Donna, this has been a pleasure today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Debbie, and thank you to all our listeners. Thank you for listening to Thought Leaders Talk Business. If you have comments or questions, please email debbie f at creativetechresources.com.